0: This podcast is an unedited excerpt from an MCLE program presented at MCLE's Conference Center in Boston, Massachusetts. Get 24-7 instant access to over 350 employment and labor law e-lectures and more with a subscription to the MCLE online pass. Learn more at www.mcle.org slash Please note that MCLE's products, services, and communications are offered solely as an aid to developing and maintaining professional competence. The statements in this recording may not apply to your circumstances, and no legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice is being rendered by MCLE or its speakers. For full terms and conditions, please see the MCLE website. there there have been a lot of questions and there's a lot of issues coming up now about how all of this interacts with um, employers' rights to require certain types of employees to come into work, um, how the the employees' uh, safety when they do come into work um, is guaranteed or is provided for and what employees' recourse will be if um, there are issues with that. Um, so that's what I'll be talking about briefly here. Um, as you all know by now, the governor declared a state of emergency on March 10th, and on March 23rd um, required uh, all non-essential businesses to close. Of course, the um, what's an essential and what's a non-essential business is somewhat contested in some areas. Um, for example, uh, construction workers is a current uh, area that that – has been labeled as an essential business, uh, but some um, contest that. Um, As it is under the existing order, uh, food service workers, restaurant workers and the like um, are considered to be uh, essential employees, healthcare and human services lawyers are considered, lawyers workers are considered to be essential employees, Uh, grocery and other food service workers essential, utility workers, transportation workers, and many others. Um, there is a, a complete list um, on <clears throat> at the link that I've provided on this slide um, that has the governor's order that itemizes all of the essential um, uh, workers and services. Um, failure for an a non-essential uh, employer to close can result in fines, civil charges, referral for criminal prosecution, and you can even call the cops, uh, uh, or at least the de- local departments of public health can call on the cops to uh, enforce the government's, um, the governor's order. Um, employees do have a right to report non-essential employers who are nonetheless remaining open um, to the Massachusetts Department of Health or local boards of health. Um, in most cases, it's going to be your local board of health in your local town or, or other municipality. Regardless of whether you're an essential or a non-essential employer, if you're open for business, even if virtually, you still have the the same obligations you would have to if, if you were actually requiring everybody to come into the work site. You have to maintain a safe workplace, you have to observe all federal wage and hour laws, provide leave as required, refrain from discrimination and adhere to all of your other statutory obligations. So for those uh, employers that are deemed to be essential employers, um, what that means is that they have uh, the right to require their employees to come into work um, and uh, continue to uh, contribute to the operations of the employer. An employer in that circumstance has an obligation uh, to maintain a safe work environment. It's an obligation that's established under OSHA regulations, under state regulations, if if, uh, OSHA doesn't apply to you. Um, And the general duty for providing a safe workplace is uh, spelled out in the OSHA statute that um, requires that uh, you as an employer have an obligation to ensure that your employees are not placed at risk of serious harm or death. In the current uh, crisis, um, essentially the way OSHA works in implementing that obligation is that they've they've implemented a bunch of regulations governing workplace safety um, in many different scenarios. Um, Obviously, since this is a new Situation um, uh, OSHA has not implemented any governing regulations. Um, so, the, generally speaking, the duty of care, um, the general duty clause would apply. Um, but there are other workplace uh, regulations that OSHA has, has implemented that I'll get to in a second that may also be applicable. In the meantime, Um, Employ the both OSHA and the Centers for Disease Control have issued some guidelines that while not enforceable may be instructive if there are ever enforcement actions um, uh, should should that kind of a scenario arise these guidelines are fairly common sense include have a plan promote hand-washing keep employees home if they're sick maintain physical distancing require employees to wear masks um, don't share equipment, provide flexible work sites. Possible other OSHA standards that might might apply, and this is in, in particular, in the healthcare scenario is um, that employers um, do have an obligation to provide personal protective equipment um, where conditions can cause injury through absorption, inhalation, or physical contact, which would, certainly seem to suggest that those who are coming into contact with individuals who are uh, sick with COVID-19 need to be provided under OSHA standards PPEs. Um, There's another standard requires respirators um, where workers are in a situation where they may be uh, breathing harmful fogs, fumes, mists, or vapors since we know that the COVID virus is transmitted through uh, micro droplets, droplets, which I think would qualify as a vapor, this regulation may apply as as well. Uh, There are other regulations um, that could also be, should also be consulted um, to ensure that um, you're uh, meeting OSHA requirements. If employees, believe that they're being required to work in unsafe conditions, they can file an OSHA complaint anonymously. Um, I provided a, a link to the complaint form. And in some circumstances, um, they can refuse to work um, where they can show that the, employer, the employee has asked an employer to correct a hazard, the employer failed to do so, the employee genuinely believed the hazard existed A reasonable person would agree that there's a real danger of death or injury if the person, if the employee does work under those circumstances and there hasn't been enough time to get the hazard corrected by requesting an OSHA inspection. Now, making a claim under this particular um, branch of OSHA enforcement is hard to do, it's hard to win, but I think in these extraordinary circumstances, there may be. uh, more than the usual possibility of making out that claim, especially if you're uh, working in where with employers who are serving um, sick or vulnerable populations um, and you have, for example, as we've mentioned before, um, pre-existing conditions that may make you especially vulnerable um, to those hazards. Um, you, of course, have a right under Section 7 of the National Labor Relations Act to uh, band together with your fellow employees to um, try to induce the employer to provide a safer environment. Um, You've probably seen in the news that there have been some employers um, around the country who have terminated employees who have been objecting or or communicating with coworkers about the fact that the employer wasn't providing personal protective equipment. Uh, Firing someone for that reason, I think is a pretty clear violation of section seven of the National Labor Relations Act, um, and you may have recourse there. Other statutes that may protect you in a circumstance where you're an employee trying to, um, uh, objecting to unsafe working conditions. um, If you're a licensed healthcare provider, there's the Healthcare Whistleblower Act um, that uh, allows you to that that prohibits retaliation for objecting to conditions that you reasonably believe are um, a threat to public health. Um, as we've talked about, if you have a disability, you have a right to request a reasonable accommodation. Um, if that uh, reasonable accommodation um, is something that will allow you to perform the essential functions of your job. In this case, for example, if you have chronic severe asthma and being exposed to the COVID-19 work environment will make you, potentially kill you or make you uh, very sick, you may have a right to request a reasonable accommodation that you not be required to come into work until. Uh, the threat passes or until the employer can provide you with the equipment that's necessary to protect you. And again, as we've mentioned earlier, as we've talked about earlier, the FMLA may require. So if you object to uh, uh, what you think are, reasonably believe are unsafe working conditions, what are your remedies? As I mentioned above, you can file an OSHA complaint. Um, If you're terminated for objecting or filing an OSHA complaint about an unsafe um, workplace hazard, you can file an OSHA whistleblower complaint within 30 days at your local OSHA um, office. You can file a charge of unfair labor practice in violation of Section 7. If you're uh, unlucky enough to work for one of those employers who's been firing people um, for objecting to the absence of PPEs, you have to make that filing within 180 days. You can make a healthcare whistleblower complaint within two years. If you're a public employee and you're terminated for objecting to unsafe working conditions, you have a right under the public employee whistleblower complaint statute uh, to file a complaint. If you're not covered by any of those statutes, you may still have a a right under the common law to challenge a termination for retaliation under the the exception to the at will presumption for wrongful termination and violation of public public policy. I think it's probably a a good argument to say that um, if you're fired for objecting to unsafe working conditions or conditions that um, place you at, at risk or where you're working for uh, an employer that's not been deemed to be essential and you're required to work anyway, you object and you're fired, that there's probably a pretty clear uh, public policy that may uh, protect you. Um, Obviously, you also can file a complaint for disability discrimination if that is viable. You have to do that within 300 days. You can file a complaint at the Mass Commission Against Discrimination. And of course, you can file a complaint for the violation of the Family and Medical Leave Act if um, that becomes an issue um, as well, if that's relevant. So some helpful links um, for you are, uh, which I, I have um, at the end of this, uh, this PowerPoint. Um, there are links to the governor's um, order on essential services. There's an excellent frequently asked questions on that um, subject that I provided. Um, on the workplace safety issue, um, I've, there is an excellent um, site on Mass Cautious website. They're a state organization, um, a nonprofit organization that advocates for worker safety um, for Massachusetts employees, and they've given. Uh, they've created a a pretty comprehensive overview of uh, OSHA regulations and workplace safety issues um, with lots of helpful links. Um, OSHA has issued guidance on preparing uh, workplaces for COVID-19, as I mentioned, as has the CDC. Um, There's a, if, if you are injured uh, on the workplace, there is a, um, Possibility that you would file, you would uh, qualify for workers' compensation um, if you can show that um, you were injured on the workplace um, and that the injury uh, in that you got sick was um, caused um, by a condition that was inherent in actually working in that um, workplace. Um, You can, there's a link. Um, to uh, an an outline of what your rights are under the workers' compensation statute. Um, You should also, of course, call a workers' comp lawyer if you feel that you may be entitled to benefits um, there. And I've also given you some links on how you can uh, vindicate your claims um, for Section 7 rights uh, discrimination, um, both at the MCAD and the EEOC. And there's some excellent um, resources at the EEOC website on um, an employer's obligations under the disability laws, the Rehabilitation Act, um, and uh, rights to accommodation and the like. So that is a whirlwind uh, view of um, one's uh, rights to workplace safety um under the the various um statutes that that may apply